drugs analyze misinformation peace investigate real education and utilize family spiritualization and discover the soul of us the soul all right let's go ahead and uh welcome everybody welcome everybody we back uh soul of us podcast um pop up on your back on our regular time and fridays uh we got an ultimate guest today uh, my brother uh another fellow podcaster um from the town you know mr tamer harris the third tamer d harris the third what's up um, yeah, i want to go and let him you know kind of give him a little introduction uh today today's topic y'all is family and the impact of family on our emotional health and wellness. So I got him here on here talking about it. But Tane, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first and foremost, you know, Hanif, thank you for having me today um, on this episode. Um, you know, it's, it's an honor, man, just to be here on this one specifically talking about family and wellness. Uh, that's kind of like everything that I embody. And um, that's, you know, one of my values and principles. So um honored again to be here so uh what's up everybody hope everyone's having a blessed friday evening uh my name is tamer uh currently i'm living here in san diego california uh, i've been here a good six years now uh i'm from the same areas as hanif um born in delaware county uh pennsylvania um you know grew up we went to the same high school well we you know went to the same yeah we same school district same elementary, uh, same yeah. middle, same high. Yeah, yeah. William Penn School District. It's just, yeah. you know, Hanif, you know, he, he a couple years older than me. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, you know, we uh we had we had some history and uh you know naval sea cadets growing up. So, you know, that taught taught me a lot about um discipline and and uh you know relationships and um you know getting getting in order with authority. So uh, and that helped me a long way. Um, you know, I went to college. I went to Shippensburg University uh, on a scholarship to play football, um, background in communications and journalism. Uh, from there, you know, tried some football stuff. Uh, didn't work out. Um, but now, you know, I've been doing motion capture, been doing some stuff with that with EA Sports, you know, over the last uh, three or four years. So that's been a blessing. And um and currently, you know, I'm, I have my fiance and my my almost three year old son here in the household with me, family. Um, and you know, we've uh, we've been kicking it ever since, man. So uh, now, you know, now I'm here. So, man, that that that's that's awesome, brother. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. That's a good brother. And he didn't plug his podcast, but I will. You know, fatherhood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You yeah. Know? Also, yeah. Also, I got you know. I don't want to, you know, talk about the podcast that too much, you know, because we got, you know, a Hanif's um, platform here. Um, But, you know, I do have a podcast. If you guys want to go over and listen to it, it's on fatherhood. Um, The title is Fatherhood, The Involved Father. Um, And uh, it's it's some good stuff. It's some good stuff. And we we share this platform, brother. Like at the end of the day, you know, I was uh, a guest on your your podcast and you know, we talked about fatherhood and, you know, you're going to be a guest on mine. So yeah, yeah I got to I got to plug, you know, because go listen to this brother and the different fathers that he interviewed and, and you know, their perspective on fatherhood. Because, you know, that 
that thing of fatherhood is somewhat of um, a taboo term in certain communities, certain circles. You know, mm-hmm. we don't hear this positive uh, fatherhood or this fathers and talking about fatherhood. And he right. had, you know, great content. So, you know, yeah. so I got him on here today, my brother in arms to really talk about, you know, family. You know, so we we gonna go ahead and get started. Um, it's been, you know, a few weeks since our last episode. Um, you know, we we went through the first ten episodes. It was great. You know, what I'm saying, very big experience. Just learning, growing. Uh, just talking about trauma, social emotional learning, emotional wellness. Go check it out. Spotify, uh, and you know, um, Apple Music, YouTube soul of us podcast learn um learn about you know emotional wellness right so we did a lot of talking about that in the first season and the impact of different things like police brutality you know we did a piece about parenting so we're going to talk about family because the last time we were on here we talked about trauma and we talked about our our uh how trauma creates personalities and behaviors right the fawn uh freeze flight you know fight but all these things that are responses to trauma come from like family and experiences in life we're going to talk about you know our family and you know how you know define it and, and how it shaped our our upbringing and who we are we try to relate to some healing and solution so you know let's go ahead and get started let me read this definition Tam, and then i want you to go ahead and, and give me your definition all right yeah, absolutely so so when i look up you know family right just type it in on google first things that come up is a group of one or more parents and their children living together as a unit. First definition that pops up, right? Mm-hmm. Second one, all the descendants of a common ancestor, right? That's family. Or designed to be suitable for children as well as adults. So that's still like kind of vague. And then family a group of persons united by the ties of marriage blood or adoption constituting a single household and interacting with each other in their respective social positions usually those of spouses parents children and family the people who support love you and the people who you can confide in and trust okay well, so what you got, brother? What you got? Yeah, I mean, that's a, you know, when it when it comes to family, um, for me, you know, there's the word uh, unity. And when it comes to um, the persons or the people, it's not necessarily, I wouldn't like say like, you know, the people living in a household necessarily um, can be, I mean, obviously by definition, it, it can be family. Um, but when we look at, uh, you know, uh, I mean, a lot of people probably can attest to this, that, you know, people that you call family aren't really blood related. Right. Um, but 
for me, I would say a good definition is uh, any um, person that you feel emotionally, uh, spiritually, uh, physically, um, by blood, right, uh, connected to, um, you know, in that in that uh, unison, in a sense. Um, that's that's someone that you know that that impacts you in a in a, in a positive, influential way that makes you. Um, better in all those aspects of your life um, that you're like benefiting from um, that you consider for yourself to be like caught to call family. Um, so, you know, cause you, you know, I've known you most of my life and right. I've always, you know, your extended family, you, my family, you know what right. I'm saying? So uh, we, we aren't blood related, but you know, I always, you know, called your mom, my, like pretty much my, my stepmom in a right. sense, you know, she took right. on that role uh, and you have the role of my brother, right. you know. So um, that's that's pretty much you know like that's family, man. And, and that's dope, bro. Because like for me, uh, I agree. Like it's it's not about blood, but it's about experience. But like you know, like when I heard, like when I when I read that definition, it also said about like people who who you love and like who support you and confide right. in you. And like right. that's that's like. That's major because, like, you know, a lot of the people who do support me and love me aren't necessarily blood, bro. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like you, like you said, like, you, we, we've been family for a long time. We've supported each other. You know, we've been there. We've talked as men. We've grown together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. it's like, you know, I, I appreciate you as family, but you, you know, we come from different mother and father, right? Right, All right. So, you know, but that's why family is so dynamic and it impacts you in so many different ways. And, you know, we have to talk more about it because, you know, for me, I define family as, you know, in two ways. I do define it as the people that you are kind of born to, that you raised amongst. Right. But right. I feel like that's like your uh, birth family. That doesn't necessarily mean that's your given family. That doesn't necessarily mean that's going to be your family for the rest of your life. Right. And that's how I define family as a, you know, after you become an adult, family is who you choose to engage with on um a very intimate level consistently. Right? That's that's a good one. You know, yeah. somebody who understands you and you understand them, you they support you. You support them. It's no question about mm -hmm. the love, right? right? You know, you're able to work through the ups and the downs, regardless to whom or what. That's family, right? Right. right. Not yeah, absolutely. The, you know, not the people who, you know, necessarily carry your last name or right. blood. And and that's the thing too. It's like when it comes to I, I know who my relatives are, but <laughs> that's not my family. You know what I'm saying? Like. Um, in, in a sense, like I know, like growing up, like, you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't close to my dad, you know what I'm saying? So it was like one of these things where I never really considered, I, I knew who my relatives were. I knew who he was, but I never really considered him like my family. You know what I'm saying? Cause my family was the people that I was with every day in my household, 
my like my sisters, my brother, my mom, uh, my grandma, like everyone that was kind of shaping me and helping me, uh, like guiding me into, you know, like having that hand in, in, in raising me. So um, and that's and also my friends, my teachers, you know, I always consider that like, you know, my family. So it was like it, it was kind of like a weird concept for me growing up because, you know, especially getting into adulthood and and understanding, you know, when you go through this whole like um, tra- like transformation of who your friends are, who your family are. And it's like, man, like I, close friends of mine, they, that's my family. That's really who, like who's in my family. That's my family. So it's uh yeah, man, it's, it's it can be tough at times, you know, but. Once you, I feel like once you understand yourself, you you understand who your family is. Yeah, and and that's that's the biggest thing, like you know, uh, understanding yourself and people learning like who they are, like because like you said, we we've been through a lot, right? And we define family for ourselves, and like I said, people who support you, people who who you can confide in, and and throughout time, you know, growing up, you know, you had different people like that that you may. You know, put in those spaces of like, yeah, this is my family. Like, this is my bro. This is my sis. Right. You know, this aunt. You know, this aunt. This, you know, this my mom. Even though they ain't my mom, like, you got people like that in your life. But it's like, you know, you know, some of these things are because of experiences, right? Right. You know, life drives you to the people that you need to be around. And mm-hmm. and why I say that is because we have to address this family thing and how it impacts us, right? Because like we said, you know, like Tamer said, um, his father wasn't there. So his immediate family that he was growing up with was his mom, his his school, his, his grandma, his sisters, but his father wasn't there. Same thing for me. When I was, well, my mom, was not with my father, you know, and I had a brother. So my family that I knew that was growing consisted of my mom, my grandmother, my grandfather, my uncle, but it it didn't consist of my father. So these are things that shape us, right? Like, and, and that's why we end up having to get that love, that trust, and being able to confide in others because we have those voids, because our natural given family, majority of the time, isn't sufficient coming from the communities that we're coming from. Right. You know, whether it may be they're not emotionally available or physically available. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. And that's, it, I mean, sorry to cut you off, you know, okay, I mean, bro. that's 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 pretty much why, you know, I started my podcast, you know, Fatherhood, The Involved Father. Um, is because, you know, statistically, you know, when you don't have a mother and a father in a household, you know, raising their children, um, engaging with their children, you know, they confide, like you said, those those exogenous influences kind of affect the house, like household inside the household. And now you got now you got kids growing up, uh, you know, fulfilling that trying the love is not there right you you talk about you know you talk about emotional uh health all the time the mental health and 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 where do they go to they go to you know the streets and now in like the the violent you know crime and and drugs and and doing all that like um low education not going to college stuff like that so um and you know how it is where we from so 
And that's why, you know, I wanted to, and I know how happy, you know, having a family I had growing up and helping me realize, you know, at a young age that, you know, how close we were as a family, you know, and, you know, shout out to my mom for kind of filling those, those holes, right? Like not having my dad present, um, but knowing the significance of her children, right? Like knowing that we have, like, we have what it takes in life to, to go far, but I have to kind of, as a mom, you know, I got to play my part and kind of fill these holes with things that's going to keep them busy, like education and, you know, uh, extracurricular activities, uh, and just always putting our hands in that type of stuff so that we not going down that the bad road and we kind of having those positive influences, uh, always, man. So that's, no, nah, that's major, that's bro. Like, like, and that's like, again, that's why we define in family. Cause like, you know, family is dynamic. Everybody's mm -hmm. family looks different. And, you know, like you said, it changes us. It grows us. Like your mom had to go through certain things so she could make you or contribute to the man that who you, who you are today. Right. And that's the same thing for me. Like, even though my biological father wasn't there, my, my dad who raised me, he stepped up and did everything in his power you know, in my mind, in you yeah. know, right and wrong. You feel me? Like, you know, parents are not perfect. They're going to be wrong and they're going right. to be right. And that's what we're here to talk about today, you know, is the, you know, we choose, we are given a family, but we get to choose our family. And most often the people we choose is based on how our given family treated us, right? Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Yeah. So, so, you know, I, I, I know that we define family now I wanted to go into, you know, a little bit of how, you know, family causes stress, right? Family causes, because um, you said something uh, that, uh, you know, when children don't have a mother and a father there together, growing together, uh, they lean on other influences for the lack or yeah. find other ways to cope, right? So, yeah. um that is, you know, that's a lot of times stressful, you know, stressful for the household, stressful for the mother, the child, all of that. So, yeah. and it shapes children. That's one aspect of it. It shapes women. It shapes society. It shapes men in the same way when they're in that situation of being yeah. a single parent, dealing with it, you know. So, you know, I want to talk about, you know, how family, you know, and not just the aspect of single parenthood, but you know, this this aspect of like when you have a parent or guardian who's overcritical, unavailable, controlling, not present, disapproving, like the effects of negative stress on us. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what's your perspective on, you know, that? Oh, man. Um, you know, that's. Like that, that energy, you know, when you got parents that are constantly stressed out about those uh, personal problems they got going on in their lives, whether they, you know, working overtime to make ends meet or they got something going on with a partner or, you know, just everything that's not involving like us as children, right, in the house. And it's like, you know, that energy is can be so dark and that causes that stressful bubble to kind of like, explode and 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 now it's like you, you falling apart we all falling apart and um you know i grew up in a household where you know 
it, it was it was stressful. Like the holidays would be stressful. You know, I, you know, I you know, see my mom as much because she's working. Um, and it's like, you know, I know, you know, that that stress is kind of like overwhelming and, and taking over. So I it helped me as a kid growing up because it helped me. It shaped me. Right. It, it had a I, I would say it was negative at times, but the positive outcome, it had a positive outcome because it made me realize that that's not the life I want to live. And it's also not the life that, you know, I want my kids to experience when I have kids one day. So but I know that, you know, to be to have a healthy balance, that's something that we have to kind of tackle is the stresses of the world for ourselves so that we're not like overwhelming or it's not overpowering like the energy that you bring to others, especially, you know, the ones you love, your family. Um, and now it's affecting other things. So, um, you know, I, I always lead with love and like, you know, I kind of tackle my stresses and, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm an expressive guy. So I love to talk about you know, what's, what's going on. That's, um, that's causing me to stress and how like I can handle it or who I can go to, to get some, uh, some information about, you know, what I'm going, what I'm going through. Um, so that, you know, I won't, won't ever have to relive that stress again. So. Yeah, no, uh, and, and that's great. I'm glad you're sharing your story. And that's why I wanted you on here. Um, cause I'm, you know, I, I know the folks be liking to hear me talk, but I know they want to hear from <laughs> other folks and, uh, and that's like powerful because you know, I, that's the thing. You know, uh, you know, you made a statement about you know it was negative at times, but it was positive. But at the same time, it shaped you into who you are and the direction you wanted to take. And like that's the point of this episode is to talk about the experience, talk mm -hmm. about the stress, but also talk about the road to healing or the road to progression, right? And not allowing yeah. family you know, to, you know, kind of take us down because, you know, um, like you said, for you, you grew up in single parent household. How many brothers and sisters did you grow up with, you know, for the people? Oh, so I have one brother, one little brother and a younger brother, should I say, and then I have two, two sisters. So, so I have an older sister, youngest sister. So yeah. it was four of y'all in the household. Yep. Four of us. So, you know, so that shit, that stress wasn't just with you. You witnessed your brothers and your sisters dealing with that stress in right. their own way. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it, it, like you said, it was complex in the sense of it was ongoing and you had to witness it. So it impacted you and shaped you and be like, man, you know, you know, and for some people, you know, it, it depends on how strong we are. Right. And we, you, you may be a stronger individual and I get that like from yeah. you, right? like, you know, because everybody, even in our families, right? Everybody didn't deal with the stress the same way, right? Yeah. And I was gonna say, you gotta have, you gotta have like outlets, like. And I had, I had habits, like I was a runner, like I was in sports, I like, I was always around athletes, and I was always part of teams. So that was my outlet, you know. Like I know that. All right, shit going. I mean, part of my language, but. Stuff was going, stuff was going on in the house. Everyone's stressed. My mom's making everybody stress because you know I was that person to, to call you out. Just because you stress doesn't have doesn't make it. You know I don't have to be stressed because you stress. You know go go deal with that on your own. You know and that made me like consciously aware of 
those emotions at a young age because like, damn, like I don't want to be this age stressed out. Like, you know, I want to, I want to be like, have this balance in turn internal, like happiness when I'm like in my forties or when I got kids, it's like, you know, those stresses you have, that's not going to be my, that's not my life. That's not my stresses. So it's like, at times it's like, don't, if you like the burdens of, you know, how, you know, it was going on and stressful you know, times and stuff like that. It was kind of like, I never kind of took it personal. Um, I just, I just always realized that, you know, like it's a certain level of maturity and, and knowing like, like consciously, like, you know, if you don't want to like have this, like emotion or stress anymore and because you know it was always it was always the same stress you know it was the same stresses it's like oh here we go oh what what time of year it is oh here we go like you know and it's like like when is this going to end you know when are you going to realize that it, it has to it has to be better for you because that's not you know i mean when i'm 18 17 i'm out the house so I, I, that's not the stresses i have to deal with anymore you know what i'm saying so yeah and and it's funny because like we all go through that, like, man, wait until we turn till we 18, man. Why don't I turn 18? I'm about it. Like, you know, because, like, you know, for different people, for different people, the stresses of family is different, right? For you, it may have been financial or unavailability. The same thing with me. Like, other people, it may have been physical, uh, sexual abuse, mental abuse. For me, it was more emotional unavailability and emotional immaturity like yeah. you know my mom my dad they come from old school parents like my grandfather he was not a emotional dude at all my mom didn't have the best relationship with her mother so you know that over there wasn't like emotionally you know as a child to grow up with that stress you know right. what I'm saying? More stress. And like you take on stress, you know, like you said, for you, that's why I'm glad we talking because it's different for different people. Like for you, it may have, you know, motivated you in so many different ways. And that's, you know, that's what, you know, a part of what happens when we deal with the stress is shape. And I wanted to like, it shapes us for some people. We, we get super motivated where I'm going to go out. That's the part where it's like, you know, the people pleaser, the perfectionist, like I'm going to do what I got to do to get where I want to go, because I know these different types of situations, I don't want to occur. So we develop actions, we develop attitudes, behaviors that like kind of either afford for us to get what we want. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And and like you said, whether it's I'm an athlete, like I'm gonna be in sports, like that's the way I'm gonna deal with my stress. Like mom ain't home or mom gone, you know, dad ain't here. Well, uh, yeah. I'm I'm gonna work out all the time. Like I, that's how I'm gonna deal with it. Like we develop personalities, we develop because for me, like I was like you, like for me, I was like, I didn't want to be home, so I always wanted to do something. That's how I ended up being cigarettes because it was like I was depressed as a kid. Cause it's a stress. Like I had an older brother who's like 12 years older than me, who was like six foot five in the ninth grade. And you know, he, he was like recruited to start varsity in the ninth grade. Like, right. All right. So, Will Chamberlain. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, back then, like that was tall. You feel me? You were like all these seven footers. Six, five, like, grade. You know what I'm like, Six, five, ninth grade. You like, might go, you might go D1. Like, so, you know, he had troubles because of the stress 
that he went through as a child, not having a father, his having a father, but his father was on drugs and my mom having mental, you know, um, issues at the time, you know what I'm saying? And my family not really being bonded to be able to deal with it. So like by the time he was 16, he was spoiled on top of that. So he really mm-hmm. had set a bar, you know what I'm saying? For how people to they shaped in reality, creating, cause stress creates response, right? Right. And that's what in family is who grows us up. So family is like when we get into these stressful environments, whether like we said, it's abuse emotionally, physically, or it's poverty or it's singleness. Like it's a, a lot of different things that go into childhood things, but mm-hmm. it creates for being a people pleaser or perfectionist or not able to express yourself like like we just being focused, like we got people out here who are driven, like super results driven. They're not worried about emotions because of what has happened as a child. Yeah. Right. And and that's and that's another uh point you made too. Like, like people are stressed not knowing it's not even like like a, a stress that's like from what's going on in their life. It's just from like their programming that's causing them to be stressed. And another thing is like, it's, it's attitudinal, right? And also a mindset thing. It's like when stress like occurs or something's causing stress in your life, um, whether like you late for work or just anything that's causing that stress, uh, big or small, it's, it's attitudinal. It's like, how do you handle that? Or, and it's like, for me, I didn't, I came into me realizing like there was a programming I was under when I'm in my early twenties that, you know, I spent the last and I'm, and I'm still like kind of deprogramming in a lot of ways, how to handle certain things from, you know, how my mom handled her issues, seeing that for the first 21 years of my life. Um, and how, she, you know, what she did to handle her situations and and how, like, you know, now I'm saying the same thing she's saying, doing the same things. And and those reactions are her reactions. Right. Not my my own. So um, and, and, and I just developed that mindset and that attitude, you know, saying that, like, man, like my problems aren't my problems. They're other people's problems. You know, it's, and, it's, it's like generation. Not, my bad. Not to cut you off. It's like no, generational curses, like yeah. like, you know, like fathers not being there mothers dealing with because like you said your mom could only do the best she could my mom could only do the best she could like and we end up being like them but it's it's end up like that's what i say we that's what we said in the beginning like that's what makes us choose the life in the family the people who are going to love and support and people we're going to confide in see these these experiences these people we're talking about mothers fathers brothers cousins uncles right all of these experiences are what shape us you know that given family right Mm -hmm. and it shapes us in our personality and our our behaviors and because of the stress positive times too because we can't leave that out it's a lot of positive interactions and and Mm -hmm. watching certain things like you say because it's we are who we grow up with those experiences shape us so much like we can't get past being a child like you know, growing up, you know, my background being nursing first, you know what I'm saying? The, you know, one thing I learned is that, you know, a child's most important years are from zero uh, 
to seven. You feel what I'm saying? So like yeah. seven years old, you, you're taking in so much information on how to be, on how to think, on, on, on how to behave, right? So right. whoever in your life is directly with, so it's like you said, you refer to your mom. Like that's a form of stress that is unsubconscious that you have to deal with just your mother. Right. You may not consciously think, but it's like, that's one of those things where it's like, it's supposed to be two people there and abandonment and, and rejection, all of those things form in people. Not saying you or me, but I know for me, some of those things have been there because you have to rely on one person for everything and that right. other person's not there. And, and the person that we are relying on doesn't have everything, right? Doesn't right. have it. Or you're in environments where people aren't giving you the right information. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we're watching it from like zero to seven. So for me, I watched a lot of different things, you know, because like my family dynamic was, like I said, I had a brother who was kind of older, but doing his own thing, just wanted to be in the streets. You know, then my uncle was on drugs. So that was another thing that I was exposed to at a young age, right? And these are the types of things that we go through as people and families that shape our reality. You know, you know, that's why you're so driven watching your mother. That's why I'm so driven watching these family dynamics. But that's also why I may have other characteristics. Like when I speak of like stress causes response, right? Mm-hmm. So me, I used to always explode. And that's something I learned from my mom. Right. And like you said, this is not me. This is not who I want to be. Right. So it's like, that's why I had to have that healing take place. I had right. to have that, that perspective, like you said, that attitude change because stress can shape your attitude. Stress at an early age, especially if you're going through it from zero to seven, when you're learning the most uh, you, that you're going to learn, period. When you learn to walk, talk, you feel me? What you when you learn with light, with up, how to go potty. That's and, and and you know, it was funny. My mom, just thinking about this, my mom will always say, Tamer, you stressing me out. <laughs> I'll be like, now I think I'm like, how the hell I'm stressing you out? You stressing yourself out. Cause I ain't doing nothing. Like I always say that. I was like, mom, I ain't even doing anything. <laughs> like you stress, I'm stressing you out. No, you're stressing yourself out, you but know. That- and, but that's a dynamic like families like have that like where you know that's how you know especially when you know we create you know situations and we don't know how to communicate right you know it's like she may not have known how to say to you Tim I'm just tired <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. like, but, and you know, know and, and you read and when you like like and that's why I kind of took up communications and also like when I moved to San Diego and being on my own and also I'm in like a very wealthy city too right it's like one yes sir yeah it's one of the most beautiful cities in, in the world um socioeconomically too it's very wealthy and it's like you know I'm not a keeping up with the Joneses type person so it was a lot of like situations I got myself in like man growing up like, and I've always made like good money on my own, you know what I'm saying? But now it's like money management wasn't there. I'm stressed out now. Now I can't, 
I don't even know how I'm going to pay rent next month, you know, and, and I get the borrowing money and all this. And now I'm in like this. I'm in all these situations I've seen like my whole life, right? Like with my mom. And it's like, and my mom's like, she's, she's fine on her own today. She's successful and she's happy. Right. And we, we all got our own paths. We got to take to kind of get there for ourselves. Um, but it was like, it was that kind of programming I was under. And, and then I, I started realizing, damn, like, why am I doing this and why I am the way I am? And, and that's, and I started to, I got certified in NLP. So I was in the neuro linguistic programming and actually got certification in it. And I started like really tapping into my subconscious and start deep, like reprogramming myself in so many ways so that, you know, we act our way into these situations. And I literally like acted my way into that situation because of, you know, where, what I've seen my whole life. And, not knowing like, man, this is, it was just like that self-conviction. Like, this is not who I am. These are, these are my mom's problems. These are my mom's stresses and being 24, 25 years old, you know, and now I'm like realizing that it's like, I made that conscious decision right then and there that, man, I got to just flip everything. And, you know, I want to be where I'm at today and like doing the things I'm doing unless like, I really spent that time, like, knowing who I am, like journaling, writing down stuff that, you know, I'm visualizing and, and just putting those things into my subconscious to, you know, to help to, uh, to, to get me to where I am today. So. And I'm, I'm glad you, you put it right there. Like, that's like where, you know, we kind of bring in the, you know, we talked about, you know, what is family. We talked about, you know, how family impacts us. Like, you know, like you said, your mom really, you spoke about your mom. That's somebody really impact you. You know, for me, my mom, my my father not being there really impact me. So it's like you said, these are the things that we have to talk about so that we know who we are. It's all about right. self-awareness, right? right? So we, like you said, so you had to, you know, you went through your path to understanding yourself so you could deal with healing and progression, right? Yeah. So, you know, and that's where we, you know, go ahead. Sorry to cut you off, but hey, it wasn't easy. Like, it was the hardest thing of my life. Like, I had to cut family off. I had to cut friends off. I don't even talk to certain friends anymore or family. And just to realize that, you know, that level of growth that I wanted to achieve um, for myself, um, because knowing who I, it was like the most important thing that I ever did in my life. Mm. And, and I'm glad you said, man, I'm glad you said that because, bro, that's what I was going to lead <clears> into <throat> is about boundaries, bro. Mm. You said, man, there's some people that you you had to let go. You had to, you know, you can't be around. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you can't deal with them in the same way because it triggers you or it, it, it kind of puts you in that mind frame. And like, man, it's, it's it's the same thing for me. Cause like, you know, for those who don't know me, they may be just the first time listening. Like, like him, he's, he's in San Diego. You know, me, I'm in Memphis, Tennessee. But like we said at the beginning of this episode, we're both from Philadelphia, the greater metropolitan area of Philadelphia. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So, you know, we've made our way because of what family and, in the lives that we live have shaped us to be this way. 
you know, I was driven to get out of Philadelphia because of what I seen, what I didn't want to be, you know, like Tamer is saying, I didn't want to be this. Like, so I didn't want to be just hanging around. I didn't want to just be, you know, another black man, you know what I'm saying? Barely mm-hmm. getting it, barely doing it. All of the stereotypes that I had heard all my life, you know, you know, and, and, and been profiled, you know, teachers telling me I'm never going to be nothing. And, you know, uh, being picked last or having to fight for every opportunity in my life, never just being given a, you know, some people get that clean road. Like these are things like in your family, not being there or not being honest with you or not being emotionally mature enough to have these conversations with you. You know what I'm saying? And so like, it takes us to the point where we got to set boundaries and like, you know, for somebody who's listening to this podcast, when you're establishing healthy boundaries, like Tamara said, like, you know, not dealing with certain people. I wanted to read this, and this is what I posted today. You know, if you're you're following the content, the, this is, it says, establishing healthy boundaries. One, identifying what's triggering you to react out of the ordinary or determine a, beha- uh, uh, a behavior that is not unwanted, right? So, number two, you then ask yourself, do I have the tolerance for these specific energies, behaviors, persons, or situations, right? Then number three, it says, if not, remove these triggers at will, right? And then it says, four, distance yourself from factors that do not safeguard your rules or space, right? And then five, Keep your energy clean from toxic energies that make you react out of character, right? Good one. So, and that's what we're talking about because, you know, that's why we, we, our family and things that we go through shape us so much that, you know, the, the very, when you, when you do come to some type of solution in your life where you realize, like you said, I got family things that ain't me. This is my family. This is generally whether it's your mom, your dad, your sisters, your uncles, whoever it is that you watch, like we said, or whoever it is that uh, pressed upon that negativity, that darkness, whether it was abuse, sexual abuse, when we realize that healing can take place, right? It's a certain way we have to go about it. Right. It's not, it, it's not easy, like you said, but it's, it, it's worth it. You know? It's so worth it. If I, I feel like you know, if everyone kind of, kind of took that time to really understand, you know, who they are, and 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 why God, you know, put them here, you know, the world would would just do a full three sixty. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it would be a better place. You know, not like causing harm, like you know, harm 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 people out here, harming other people. You know, from you know how they are, and just realizing, you know, from that perspective like man like this ain't who i am and just saying i'm sorry for how i reacted to you know from all these unconscious reactions that people kind of are still living out of instead of consciously realizing that you know i have to change this way i have to change this way um you know where i'll be a better place if they kind of could see that and 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 it starts with family that's the whole point of this like we have to you know, we like both of us were brutally honest today, you know, kind of, you know, 
some people may feel a certain type of way, you know, hearing this. And that's what you got to be, you know, to heal. So because like what we talk about today is like, you know, we define family, but we also talked about like those the adverse childhood experiences, the stress, the toxic stress that shapes us. Right. And it 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 it, it really determines how our life is going to go. And, you know, like my brother Tamer said, for us to have healing, we have to have more empathy out here because everybody came from different circumstances and it takes a lot to be who we are today, right? Who you are, Tamer, it took a lot. You've been up, down, all around just to deal with it, just to become who you are, you know, because of your family and having to gain new family. And you're only what, 30? 31, yeah. 31. And that's and that's a lifelong journey, you know. It's, it's a lot of things I'm discovering. It's a you know self exploration type thing, you know. And uh, you know, my heavenly Father, I put Him first every day. Uh, so He always guiding me into the 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 right the right family. He's guiding me into the right family. And you know, just to be where I am today, listening to Him, uh, being disciplined in that, and knowing like what's for me, uh, whether that's you know friends. Uh, just anything and knowing what's not for me and just staying on that path. So that's that's real. Yeah, man. No, as, as real, like, you know, that's the energy that, you know, I was looking for on this episode, you know, because, you know, that's the other thing about, you know, when we're dealing with healing and setting boundaries, it's also about having a spiritual space of peace and, Mm -hmm. you know, have peace of mind and for different people, it's different things for me. Like you say, I put, you know, my heavenly father first, you know what I'm saying? You know, I put, you know, the, the all first, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not a person who discriminates as long as you have something that's pulling you towards goodness and righteousness. Right. And that's where our healing occurs is the want to be good and righteous in all our doing. So we want to get wisdom. I mean, excuse me. You want to get understanding and all are getting, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like, that's the focus is finding our our hero's journey. A spiritual awakening is the foundation for healing. And that comes from not wanting the same results anymore. Whether right. it's understanding that our family wasn't, you know, what they were supposed to be. And now what type of family do I want? You know? Right. You know, because I had a person on TikTok comment on, you know, one of my videos about people pleasing and how we learn it as a child. And she was like, I had to break that so I could give it to my daughters and be the right person. And then I was like, that's amazing because you're breaking generational curses like we talking about. Yeah, and she yeah. said her comment back was, and my granddaughters are the ones who get to benefit from the work that she did. And that's what it's really all about you yeah. know what I'm saying? that's and that's the beauty of like life it's like the like experiences is from what we go through like um and then wisdom is is the mistakes and what you know experiences of what other people have gone through so and it's like to know where we're headed we can't be how we were today and before you know we always gotta like get better and and, and just um, search for that enlightenment and that empowering uh, empowerment from, you know, our family and, and our, and, our, and, you know, people we call family. 
and that's how we that's how we uh intrinsically you know that's that's the value that that we bring in from our family you know no nah, that's real like that's real like you have to have a family that like he just said that empowers you enlightens you supports you pushes you forward like that's the biggest thing about this episode is learning that fi- if family is about love and, and Tamer said he leads with love and that's that's one of my models lead with love a hashtag of mine lead with love like if your family is not about love and it's more stress and it's been stress for a long time that's where we have to set boundaries in our lives and for some people it's harder than others for some people they've been they've been who they are for so long that you know it may be hard to even notice because it's about being self-aware me and you are too self too self righteously self-aware people right we're hard on ourselves and because of what we've been through everybody everybody may not possess that so i really want to you know, hone in on that in the last little segment is like, you know, encouraging people who, you know, we have to first have the eyesight that is these things not working for me? Is it getting me results that I don't want? Because we pick these things up and we do it naturally, subconsciously. It's on autopilot. So we have to first be self-aware, like my brother is saying, and then go on this magical spiritual journey Right. Because that's what it's going to take. It's not going to happen. Just saying, snap, that moose, turn my life around. I'm no longer these people. I got these people in my life. No, you're going to have to go on a journey to find good people, you know, consistent <laughs> yeah. people, you know, to deal with the old folk. You know, it's going to take professional help. It may take, you know, people off the street, you know, you just walk into and say something profound to you. Like it's going to take real journey you know what i'm saying and that's why i just want to encourage people you know uh and you know finding some type of spiritual encouragement you know and and or finding something that again pulls you towards goodness and righteousness you know what i'm saying because again um life is hard and we see that our family necessarily we don't get to choose our family right we we're born into our family, and because of that, we are given things that make our life even harder, right? And right. then we have to deal with those things, and and it's a process to dealing with those things. It's a yeah. process to being, because my brother's 31, I'm 34, and we're both still growing, still dealing with these things. We've been through a lot of things with our family and still going through a lot, and we've developed new family, Right? I'm married, my second marriage, you know, my brother's about to get married, you know, and it, it's all of these things. My man, congratulations, right? <laughs> Thanks, man. You know, and it's a beautiful thing, you know, we have to look at it like that, like um, attitude determines altitude. So it's all a beautiful journey. Even the darkest things can in the end turn a person and shape them into giving something to the world that they may have never given if that thing had never happened. And that's what it's all about with legacy and family. Like we're saying, changing for the next. You know, when we start talking about like Simone Biles speaking up about Larry Nasir, and that's, that's, she's changing. She's breaking curses by speaking up. You feel what I'm saying? And had that not happened to her, had he not be who he is, 
these things may not come to light and may be persisting on, but we have to change culture. And through culture, we learn about ourselves. We learn about what's going on because it's really about the children. So becoming self-aware, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's 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 the next generation you know, of our leaders, you know, make the world, you know, the better the better place. So it's it's all about our children, for, for sure. I agree, hundred percent, man. Yeah. So you know, I, I mean, it's been a great episode, my brother. So yeah, man. you know, you Absolutely. got any final things in closing about you know family healing and setting boundaries and encouraging people? Uh. Some uh, hortatory words of mine, I would say, you know, be patient with, you know, what the universe and what God, you know, has for you. Also know that, you know, it's, it's, it's not your will, it's his will. And he's going to bring you the, the right people at the right time, opportunities to, to kind of uh, like help you realize, you know, that. You know, this is not the this is not uh like the things that you have going on. Some things you just got like there's it, there's there's two words. It's like wait and wait. You know, if you don't cut that weight, you'll be waiting forever. So, you know, just understanding that you know what are what are the people that you're surrounding yourself around. What are the things you're doing that's uh, keeping you from uh, achieving that next stage in your life? Um, that you aren't like you, you aren't cutting ties with, um, to propel you fo- forward. Um, because you know, that opportunity, that, that, that friendship, that marriage, or I mean, that lifelong partner is like soulmate that's, that's waiting for you on the other side, but yet, you know, you're not ready. Your pride too, you got too much pride, your ego's too big. Um, and that's, and that's some things that, you know, I had to check, you know, before I kind of got on my journey. It was like, Man, I, I thought I was this person, but I wasn't. You know, I was boastful um, and I was doing things I shouldn't have been doing. And and I started realizing so much about myself. And that's when God started blessing me more and more and more uh, because I started handling small things and I, I was expecting big things and I couldn't even handle the small things. So just learning like, you know, what's for you and what's not is uh is key to life and also kind of. You know, always have, um, you know, just just fill yourself with love, man. Like everything that if you got any self uh, enmity or um, any issues that you aren't resolving because you think that, you know, it's not important. Those things kind of uh, grow into bigger problems later on in life. So just tackle them you know, as soon as possible and get around the right people to help you with those uh, certain problems um, so that, you know, you're saving your future self now. And then you also like, you know, how you said is for our children. If you have kids, if you don't have kids, you know, when you do have kids, it's like, man, you you saving your kids a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of those problems, you know. So that's that's pretty much what I got, man. Nah, that's real, brother. And I appreciate you coming like in summary brother saying step by step day by day you know let the force be with you right let it it happen be patient with yourself allow for forgiveness you know um allow for understanding uh and and the things will fall in place like you said if it is the tortoise 
that run the race, not the hair. So we have to be able to deal, like I like you said it, like with the little things. And that's us. The little things is us. Like mm-hmm. the big things come from us, but the little things is how we sleep at night, you know, how we communicate, right? You know, we can't even handle a relationship because, like you say, our pride. That's the little things. We think we want to get big things, but these are the things that shaped us and we, we grew from when we were a child. But like you said, until we realize it and we deal with it, we address it. Um, then we can have healing. Uh, then we can go forward in a a, 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 a a fantastic, amazing way, impacting life, impacting people, you know, uh, on a on a level that's like, you know, you know, uh, greater than we could imagine. Right. Yeah. You know, because yep. children hold the key to unlocking things that we could never even think of. So giving them a clean slate by working on who we are and, and dealing with our families and giving them a family, right? That is whole, that is healthy, you know what I'm saying? That is supportive, that they can confide in. That is like the ultimate gift. That's better than a Rolex. That's better than the new Jordans coming out. That's better than the PlayStation 5. That's better than giving them money, right? It's just That's, giving yeah. them a whole family, bro. Yep. Hey, what you about to say? Nah, that's that's the real riches right there. That's the real riches. Nah, like that's, that's real. Yeah, yeah man. I, pre- I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody who came on the live. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you. You know, Miss Akiyemi, my brother, Jay Collins. Yes. Appreciate y'all. Peace and blessings. You know, you know, this was healthy conversation. Healthy conversation. And, and it, it was in the making, man. It was in the making. I appreciate you, my brother. Like, you know, this was, um, uh, you know, a good spark for season two of the podcast, you know, because we're going to get a little bit more deeper. You know, like today we was, you know, we was vulnerable. Two black men being vulnerable, like yeah. you know, talking about who we are, where we're coming from and how we've healed and, and trying to heal for the children and the impact of emotional health on, yeah. you know, everything, your physical, your mental and, and how far you going in life. So this was awesome. And yeah. I want y'all to tap in. Uh, again, my brother, tell them what your podcast is. Uh, so my podcast is Fatherhood, the Involved Father. Uh, you can go check that on any podcast platform. Um, you know, the mission behind it is to pretty much inspire men all over the world to consistently be involved and engaged in the lives of their children. So I've been doing it for about six months now, and it's uh, it's being heard over 24, 24 plus countries. So it's a it's a growing success, but also uh, it's a very important message for us as fathers and us as parents to be, um, you know, more effective in our parenting, not just being present because that's not enough, but actively engaging in, in the lives of our children. Man, that's awesome. Go check it out. You know, fatherhood, the involved father, you know, on all streaming sure. on all platforms. And, you know, I'm your boy, your favorite mental health coach, Hanif Akinyemi, yeah. you know, uh, check us out. Uh, streaming live on all platforms as well. Soul of Us podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple Music, um, Google Podcast. Check us out on YouTube if you want to watch the live uh, or follow us on Instagram at Soul of Unified Stance or Facebook, uh, the Unified, excuse me, uh, Unified Stance Family Services. And we're putting out daily content on dealing with emotional wellness 
trauma awareness and social emotional learning, you know, so tap in. Um, we love y'all support. Uh, like you said, it's, it's a growing success. And I just want to spread the message of emotional wellness and healing. It's your favorite mental health coach. We're going to stick with it. It's a journey. Like my brother said, it ain't easy and it don't come in a short amount of time. Sometimes it may be a lifetime before we get the healing that we need, but we're here for it. So tap in. Uh, we're here next week. I have a new guest, but appreciate you, my brother. Hey, you appreciate know? you, man. Hey, and man. Tell the, Keep inspiring, bro. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. And tell the family, thank you for, you know, allowing us to have a little bit of time right now. You know, I know they was <laughs> like, come on, man. It's oh, on yeah. Friday, you know? Yeah, they they did. So, uh, you know, I'm going to go catch up with them and uh, go watch some uh, Friday Night Lights, you know, That's some right. football. So okay. take my boy out to see some football tonight. So, but, okay. hey, man, much love to you. And, you know, tell the family, say what up, too. Yes, and, uh, yeah, man. Hit me up, man. Hit me up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, peace and blessings to the live and everybody. Tap in and uh, everybody have a great weekend. All right. Peace. Well.